Welcome back to the Nerdy Point of View podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Penaloza. With me today is Carrie Penaloza. Hello, hello, everyone. That was very demure, very low low energy. Oh, it's a low energy kind of day. I is it? I Taco Bell. I'm full. It kind of feels like I'm ready for a nap. The post-Taco Bell ma- map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a map I do not want. No, nope, I'm editing that. I'm editing that out. It's a <laughs> shitty map. <laughs> okay, let us reset. Yeah. Yep. Ah, the post-Taco Bell nap. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I had nothing else to add. Just the post-Taco right. Bell nap. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, we have with us today... Lamar Harris. Oh, yeah. We're doing the Nerdy Point of View podcast. I'm Lamar Harris. I was added to this thing recently, and I've been having fun with the pillow losers. Oh, yeah. Now, that's the energy I'm talking about. That is enough to wake my ass up because I am I think very I tired. The blood well, you know what? That. <laughs> Give me about like 20 minutes in the bathroom, and I'll be sounding like that too. Uh, nope. What? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. No, we're not dancing around that. What? Nope. We're not going anywhere near that one. Oh, <laughs> nobody should. But Carrie literally launched it in our faces. <laughs> You're welcome. You guys should comment about what is Carrie going to do in the bathroom so she sounds like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get those views somehow. This, this is a strong start, I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's In not fucking end, a pineapple though. good start, oh, but... Oh, God. I still can't run away from that one. Who fucked a pineapple? Nobody. <laughs> this, is a, this is a this is an old uh, an old-timey nerdy point of view joke about uh, Carrie's weird love for pineapple. And uh, she said, and I paraphrase, essentially that she would fuck a pineapple. Ow. Ow. <laughs> The yeah. burn, the burn is oh, real. It, the burn would suck. Yeah, it would. I'm not, I'm not denying it, that. Is it the whole? <laughs> it was a moment of passion. I know. I was is expressing it, my love of pineapple, and you know, is it the whole pineapple or just the core? Oh, I don't really want to have a mental image of exactly what I'd meant. <laughs> Because the whole pineapple would be basically a baby, which, you know, the body is technically able to push out. But the core, very possible, strictly phallic, also would eat you from the inside. Okay, so, so we're just diving into this anyways. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Then, yeah, if I probably in the moment I was picturing the whole damn thing, leaf and all, you know, like. Ouch. <laughs> Guaranteed there's a video out there. Oh, oh there's got to I mean, wait, what? Now that you said it, it is being created as yeah. we speak. Yeah. I'm sure there's there's some animator just like furiously scribbling down notes on how to animate this 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 terrible scene. My muse demanded from me. <laughs> no, you oh. know what this reminds me of is is uh, the movie Little Nicky. I don't know if you guys both uh, saw that. Yes, oh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what part you're about to reference. Uh, Hitler getting the pineapple shoved up his ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah. 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 That's literally what I've always pictured. That's how I've always pictured this scene ever since the first joke. I want 
I want um, I want everyone listening to know that we do plan topics before we start these podcasts. <laughs> this wasn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, but the the topic we did plan is an interesting one. And I think this is a good time to segue to that because it has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. I'm going to dodge this, I see. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, it, it was it was a good topic, and um, it was essentially um, what what a new media personality. So, like you know, YouTuber, podcaster, uh, things of that nature. You know, if you could invite one of those those kind of people to play D and D with you, or to play D and D with, who would it be, and and kind of why would you do that? And since it was Carrie's topic, I think we should let her go first and kind of lead the charge. Alrighty then, I'm prepared for this because uh, I have put thought into this today. Now, the reason why I brought this topic up is because I follow uh, the Try Guys. I love them. Uh, they're hilarious together. Uh, much love to Eugene. Uh, but um, R- real quick, sorry for those who don't know who the Try Guys are. Who are they? The Try Guys uh, are a group of five guys. They originally uh, part of BuzzFeed, but they to have kind of full creativity control and for other reasons they separated from BuzzFeed and decided to make their own channel and they pretty much try out new things altogether. Uh, some of them are very odd, some of them are very uh, more difficult and physically challenging and it's just really cool to see them uh, just, you know, your ordinary guys try out different things. Uh, so I would always want thought, you know, it'd be really cool to play D&D with them. But recently they did a YouTube video of them playing D&D. So it got me thinking, OK, well, who else? What You know, who else out there that I follow or subscribe to on YouTube would be kind of really fun and interesting to play D&D with? And I came up with two answers that are kind of tied for different reasons. One of them I know our friend Quinn is definitely probably going to agree with is Shane and Ryan from BuzzFeed's Unsolved Network. It, mm. Yes, they are amazing. Um, Shane is hilarious. Ryan, uh, he's also funny for his own reasons. They're the perfect <coughs> opposites that are paired together. Uh, and But then I also got thinking that uh, Glam and Glore, uh, I don't know who is really kind of going to be familiar unless you're kind of really into the cosplay or special effects makeup world uh you might not really know her i i'm gonna try and find her real name while i talk about this but she pretty much does a lot of special effects makeups uh using prosthetics or just body paint uh she's very very talented if you haven't checked out her videos i definitely encourage you to she's just really really fun personality really talented and one of the things I do love, too, is especially around the holiday season, she will go to haunted locations and do her special effects makeup in a haunted location. Like, it's just really freaking cool. So, like, as she's doing her makeup and kind of talking about what she's doing, there's, like, noises and kind of, like, shit going on. And she's totally cool with it. Like, she's not really freaking out. It's not like some of those paranormal shows you watch where they're screaming and running and you can't really find out what's going on. It's kind of a little bit of touch of paranormal while also learning special effects makeup. So it's totally my aesthetic. Uh, so I thought it'd be really fun to have her join the table because I thought 
if anyone's going to come to the table done as their character, it would definitely be her. And I would love to see uh, what kind of character she would come up with, with the kind of creative mind that she has. And also what kind of costume she would come up with and special effects makeup to kind of highlight on that. That'd be dope. That'd yeah, be dope I mean, I'm not, I'm not super familiar really with, with any of those people. Um, so, I mean, aside from the, co- I guess kind of the, not the try guys, the unsolved. What are they? Unsolved. What? The mysteries? unsolved mysteries on uh, BuzzFeed. It's uh, yeah. Not BuzzFeed has like food, tasty, Wait, and stuff. Like that. Is it's it is like it actually that. called unsolved mysteries? No. Uh, uh, no, I think it's Buzz BuzzFeed's unsolved network. Is this? That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was just like, oh wow, they somehow got the name for that. <laughs> um, no. but uh, I mean that that I could see. Um, you know, BuzzFeed is kind of or you know even former BuzzFeed, but tend to be known for kind of being able to have kind of a comedic slant to things, um, you know, in the way they cover news and, and they do their shows and whatnot. Um, the the makeup artist, though, that one is more interesting to me in the sense that, like, aside from the cosplay kind of angle, what a, what about them, like, kind of screams, yes, I would love to play D&D with them. Like, you know, just not makeup, makeup on a or makeup aside, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like some aspect of the personality that seems like they would bring something interesting to the table? Yeah. Um, again, because of the looks that she creates based on just a small detail that a commenter suggested she do, she comes up with these extensive, uh, elaborate, I, there's the word I'm thinking of, elaborate, very detailed pieces that are show a great imagination with also a touch of gore which i love and i think that mind would create a really cool world so i think i wouldn't want her to play so much D with me i want her to dm the game mm. all right yeah now i could totally see that angle um am i am i I've, I would like to see what that mind can do just, uh, you know, as a as a DM myself who does kind of lean towards the horror and the yes. the darkness in games. I would love to see another DM who's really tackling that kind of subject matter. I know there's a, a few that I know of who do already, um, but there's always room for more. And I always am interested LCS. to see that. So, um, hey, if you happen to be listening, <laughs> uh, I found her name. Um, I'm sorry if I pronounce this wrong it's mikey or it's m-y-k-i-e is her hmm. name yeah mikey sure. yep yeah i hope i'm saying that right sorry if not good enough but... for government work how yeah. dare you how dare you <laughs> <laughs> okay greta oh but yeah what about you guys <laughs> my feelings <laughs> oh damn some shade cast my feelings um sorry I'm... was the how dare you i couldn't help it with the I'll hands jump the on it. That we can only see. <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> um. So I, I was, uh, I was, I was thinking long and hard about this because, um, as a player, it's always important to make sure you're playing with people who have similar energy to you and or can add to the fun and the exuberance of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we've all played so much tabletop RPGs. And you know there's sometimes when you're playing with one person who's like, oh, man, this was a good person in real life, but they are a, they are a dead sock 
<laughs> in, um, D&D. But I think the person I want to, and she has not been a online personality for a good while, but from the uh, original group of Hey Ash, what you playing? I would love to play a series with Ashley Birch. Oh, okay, uh, the voice actress, correct? The voice. Oh. She is now a voice actress. Yes. Yes. She uh, started off as uh, being part of Hey Ash, what you playing? Playing Ash, because she's Ashley, and uh, she was always the uh, com- comedic uh, personality to uh, uh, her brother's uh, Anthony's like straight man persona, and they did so many things of like video game sketches and stuff like that, which is really cool. But I think between her voice acting skills now and her ability to be part of those sketches in the past, I'm wondering what kind of character character and decisions she would make as a creative force and being a silly person um, in Dungeons & Dragons. I think that'd be legit, like awesome to see. If anything, having a real voice actor play a uh, <laughs> uh, game with us would be fantastic because you wouldn't hear people fall out of it every five seconds um, like I do with my current pimp. Anyway, um, uh, but beyond Ashley Birch, and I've been taking a lot of uh, think thought about this. Um, I can't decide if I want Puff and Forest or Dingle Doodles uh, as a part, and they're both D and D YouTuber story guys, uh, story people. I should say Dingle is a lady, uh, but Puff and Forest does a lot of like. Um, DMing and stuff like that. And he, uh, he tells stories about uh, ridiculous things, and his his campaigns always sound so fantastic and ridiculous uh, that sometimes we're like, I want to be a part of it. And then Dingo has been recapping one campaign she's been a part of, and she has a wild magic monkey user that has gone through the ringer. And the very fact that that character has lasted this long, either they have a very forgiving DM, or this is one of the best characters in Dungeons and Dragons history because they have <laughs> lost an arm, gained an arm, went to the astral plane, got back from the astral plane, killed friends, um, killed the, their like big rivalry person, and then regret like it's been a thing. But I, I but those are the people I, I know I picked three, but I couldn't figure out. But I think. My number one would be Ashley Birch. I, and she's kind of Tina from uh, Borderlands, in case you uh, if anyone's oh, wondering. Yes. Yeah, she's the voice actress, uh, Tina Tina from Borderlands. That's um, fantastic. And Alloy from um, Cyber Horizon Pro. Zero Dawn. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that, those are my picks. All right. Um, yeah, those, those are good picks and good good reasoning behind them. I don't think my picks are going to really stack up to your guys, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> um, the first person that immediately comes to mind is Colin Moriarty of uh, Colin's Last Stand, formerly of Kind of Funny and formerly, formerly of IGN fame. Um, so he he grew up playing the game and he hasn't really played a lot since, if at all. Um, but one of the reasons why I even started playing was when he was a part of kind of funny, which is a company he co-founded, um, they did a crossover with critical role Hmm. and that was actually one, that was actually what reminded me critical role existed 
to begin with because prior to that I had only caught it on Twitch randomly when I was sick. But um, so he played uh, God Mike Drucker, who wrote for I think he was writing for Jimmy Fallon for a while. He was also formerly of IGN. Mm. Um, he got to choose Colin's character's name, and it was Democrat Obama fan because. Colin is a well-known conservative in a very non-conservative friendly uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for uh, vocation. Um, so it was kind of yeah, so it was just kind of funny inside joke between friends. And um, but he was he he looked like he was having a lot of fun. And I re-listened to that episode as I was driving up to uh, be on Colin or Colin's show Fireside Chats uh, back last April, uh, driving up to Santa Monica. And just listening to it again, I was like, man, he would be a ton of fun to play with. He has knowledge of the game. Um, he genuinely enjoys it. And I think I just think it would be great to have him. And I actually do plan on still inviting him because I kind of gave him an open invitation to, um, you know, sit in with us for a session or two as a guest permitting or time permitting because he's a super busy dude. But sans him, if not him since everybody else had backups. Um, gosh, goodness, I had a backup directly in mind. Oh, yes, Colin Campbell. Who, Colin Campbell. He's he's a writer, um, but he does a lot on Twitch, uh, a lot of Monster Hunter, and he is insanely good at Monster Hunter. But he's very much into the nerd culture, and I think he's got some D&D experience as well. But he's just an interesting human. Um, I honestly... I would just like the opportunity to sit at a table with him. But, um, you know, as a writer and a creative type, he's also a very strategic gamer. So he's very good at games like, like I said, the aforementioned Monster Hunter. Uh, he's doing a Bloodborne run through right now. Um, he's got he's got a very tactical mind, and I'd love to see what he could do in like, a, a, you know, a, a complicated combat scenario. Um that said, I would like to play with these people. I don't necessarily want to DM these people. Um, <laughs> you know, don't I'd like afraid. the opportunity, but um, I just think they would be they would be a lot of a lot of fun and in, in, in different ways. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't, don't be, be afraid, afraid of what? Damning these people. Oh, it has nothing to do with being afraid. It's just I would like the opportunity to actually play with them and not dictate the world around them. Or not dictate, mm. but you know what I mean. Come up with the the stories and stuff. Mm -hmm. I can see that. You know, like a low pressure situation where you know I don't have to be constantly like coming up with ideas and shit and combating or not combating, but uh, finding ways to make interesting the crazy decisions the players are making around me. Um, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Every every DM I've ever met is like. I had a plan, and then you guys started talking. Haha, -ha, that's my secret. <laughs> I've given up on having plans. God, God, Brian. I, I, I do not envy you for some of the games you have to DM, especially <laughs> our Monday game now. Mm -hmm. Good luck, sir. More power to you. You know what? The, the second session, the, the chaos was tamped down, and I think things are moving in a good direction. But, you know, all D&D is chaos, ultimately, when you boil it down. Because, what what is what is it, uh, God, there's a saying, it's uh, man plans and God laughs, right? Yep. The DM plans and players laugh. 
it's always just special when the are the players playing heroes and murder hobos, and uh, I think mm-hmm. we're we're murder hobos right now. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> about right. I mean, not really when we you think about it. We haven't technically anyone. murdered anyone who has not deservingly been murdered, but let's not act like it's not coming. <laughs> I mean. This might be getting in the weeds a little bit for those who are listening to the show and don't watch uh, our wonderful content at twitch.tv slash soulbearrpg, uh, which you totally should. <laughs> but I do understand that time is a commodity and you only have so much to give and I'm happy you're giving it here. So I'm not going to take that for granted. But really, mm-hmm. you should check out twitch.tv slash soulbearrpg. Um, does do you do you either of you have any other any kind of people you might want to play with that you didn't mention or any anything else on that one? Oh boy i mean <laughs> yes because i it was hard to actually narrow down the list man shorts oh man yes. shorts would be legit yes. man shorts right? I'd, I'd take all of them at man yes, shorts same like i want yeah collectively all together as a group to play D with them i think that would be so fun i would actually i would like to dm them I, I would I would like uh, I forget the, the the guy who plays the DM's name on that. Oh, um, yeah. Um, I knew it and it's escaping me. I will get it. But I'd like to give him a break because he always looks so goddamn exasperated after I every know. single game. I I just want to play those worlds like. Yes. Those worlds are the things that sound so familiar, especially Redneck Edition. Oh, Florida Gangster. Edition. Florida edition is just oh so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Gangster edition was the best. Yes, Gangster edition was awesome. Oh yes, that <coughs> would be fantastic. They um, just did a Canadian edition. Uh, which did they really? Yep. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, the first one was already amazing. Uh, and then the one they just released, it was yeah. I think oh, my only. I got I commented it was a few funny moments in there. Um when they referred to Ottawa being in Quebec, which apparently a lot of Americans believe, which I didn't know. So I learned something new from this. Is Ottawa not in Quebec? No, it's in Ontario. It's just right on the border. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't trust the Canadian. This is fine. Shit, don't ask me about where things are. I in lived America. in I Ottawa. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Otto was like the Feywild of Canada. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not even that exciting. I mean, it's wait, pretty crazy. Wait, but... Google's fucking you more than us. Oh, you're That's... right on the line of Quebec. Yes. Oh, we're not that far off. goddammit <laughs> I know, but it's still in Ontario. But barely, like, you do have to speak barely. You can piss there. in Quebec from Ottawa. Oh, yeah. No, like we actually walked from our college once to a cinema in Quebec and like you cross this bridge, which is fucking freezing in the winter, by the way. Yeah, go all go to college. Way to pay to bust your students. Just kidding. Now you're walking. Um, <laughs> no but, malice there. None at all. It's OK. It's, I was totally fine with it. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh it was a really good episode, and they mentioned beaver tails in it, and the boys try and figure out what a putin is as well as a beaver tail, and of course, 
the jokes are there about beavers. Okay. Um, yeah. Not yeah, you know where I'm down, going with this. Not to go down this line of questioning, but what also, the fuck wait, is a- Before you go down this line, I just want to say hi to our <laughs> nine Canadian listeners. <laughs> hi, Canadians. We love you, respect you, yeah. and adore you. Carry yep. on. About to make this awkward as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now, is a beaver tail the actual tail of a beaver, or is that like weird things like chocolate or some shit? No, yeah, it's not an actual beaver tail. It's pretty much like a deep fried pastry. It's very airy Ooh. and kind of like, oh, it's so good. It's super light and fluffy on the inside, like almost airy. <laughs> and then the top of it, you usually have like cinnamon sugar is your standard beaver tail but there's also like numerous toppings you can get on it um it's just fucking delicious i am in love with them and they have a beaver tails here randomly in san diego like i could not believe when brian and i stumbled on it um google is telling me me american that these are basically canadian donuts no, they're not donuts. No, they're like like flatbread donuts without a hole. Giggity? But they're like different One, texture. Giggity. They're a totally different texture from donuts, though. It's like almost they, like they kind of like, look like a, a a fully like a flat funnel cake. Really, that's what I was gonna say. It's more similar to a funnel cake than it is to a donut. Oh, I kind of want one now. You guys want to go to Canada? No, just go to San Diego. They have one. Uh, what's that beach called? Belmont Park. They have yeah. uh, beaver tails. Anyway, sorry. I, I didn't mean to make this a tasty episode. Oh, it's so good, though. Every time I learn something about Canada, I'm just glad it's not the very fact you say about as a boot. No, no, we don't say a boot. It's more like about. Have, uh, about. First thing, Carrie, you have no idea how many times you have said a boot. <laughs> I don't say a boot. You really do, my dear. I've never said a boot. She, she does oh, not can... say a boot. She says about. 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 You no. About. You said it three times yesterday, and I was going to point it out. Not. I swear to God, you did. No. Say it. Say about. About. Oh, you're, you're focusing now. No. <laughs> it's like breathing. You can't breathe properly when you're thinking about it, but when you're just speaking. In that adorable That's Canadian accent. That's not even accent. natural. You don't say oot. I'm going oot in a beat. That sounded more Irish or Scottish than anything. Yeah, it sounded like he's yeah. in Boston for a second. Fucking <laughs> Harvard, yad. Sorry, is, is wicked a boot. I'm going out in a boot. God, a Canadian, a Bostonian having a child just must be a completely different goddamn language. The kid's just <laughs> mute. The, kid, the brain can't comprehend. <laughs> Uh, well, now that we've uh, isolated our nine Canadian listeners and our one Boston listener. Um, by the way, it actually is nine. I looked up the statistics before I really? said it. Yes, nine Canadian That's listeners. That's fantastic. Hi, Canadians. Hello. Love Hi. you. I hope you're from the good part. I'm not going to say which it is, and I'm going to let you fight it out in the comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say it. Fuck Nova Scotia. No plan. Hey, whoa. Nova Scotia is nice. If you, it makes you feel better, I don't know where it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. That's okay, then. I'll say <laughs> it. No, Google's telling me it's Nunavolt? None of it. Not. <laughs> all wait, of it. No, wait. Yes. <laughs> yes, we have a province 
none of it. <laughs> I am this having none of it. On. This having... was voted on. I remember this when I was like in <laughs> elementary school because it used to be called something else. Don't ask me right now. My memory shit. Um, hold on. This I'm... is the. By the way, this is the same country that gave us what Tatamagush. Is that what it's called? Tatamagush is in Nova Scotia. Yeah, that's yes. a place for real. Wait, People live wait, there. Wait. First thing, when I looked up this random province, which is in the, which it looks like the That's largest, right. none of who? Yeah. So, yeah. In 1999, uh, the map of Canada changed. The former Northwest Territories was divided into two, creating a new ter- territory called none of it. <laughs> but no, you, okay. Listen. Well, what was the original name? Listen. Fuck you. <laughs> No, it was called the Northwest Territories, that whole area, and but then it was divided into two. So they kept Northwest Territories as one, and but Kate, okay, the word "none of it" means our land in Inuit. <laughs> you mean you mean all the land that the Canadians stole from them, so they own none of it. None of it. <laughs> that's what that's what's no. ironic about the whole thing is the Inuits own none no. of it. So no. You're lying to my face. Oh, my God. Wait, so (laughs) this is the most... Okay, good luck, podcasters. But (laughs) now, you being Canadian, Mm -hmm. and I'm assuming born, it's... Are you positive (laughs) you were saying this place correctly? Because we... Fuck. <laughs> I was trying to help you by making it sound like Nunavut. It was Nuna- like, oh, that's... Nunavut. Nunavut, Nunavut. Nunavut. You, know, yeah. you know what? I lived in Ontario, so we could have been saying it wrong. Um, let me... Maybe that was like a joke. Maybe it is like Nunavut, but all of you are like, <laughs> none of it. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> none of it. <laughs> I just listened to how to pronounce it. It's none of none it. None of it. Oh my god. See, this is a this is an educational show, you see. This the is what happens Canada. with the country that names their money the loony. It's great. <laughs> and the toonie. Yeah. No, you're fucking kidding. Oh, I wish I was. <laughs> we made a joke when the government announced it as well. Um it's a two dollar coin and it has like a silver outside with a little gold inside, like the loony. Um yeah. And it's the Toonie. That's the name they fucking went with. Was the Toonie? Little the D, loony, did you know that the uh, at the, the at, loony, no, the at the time, toonie. at the time, Lamar, this is very important. At the time when they named it the Toonie, uh, Porky Pig was the prime minister. So, oh fucking way! Right. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, God. First thing, why is everything in Canada so new? See, the one thing we have in America is that we just established all of our bullshit way before the current generation was alive. <laughs> Why is all your bullshit new? Why? <laughs> I, for some reason, they thought people wanted more change and less bills. Uh, so they got rid of our like dollar bills. They got rid of our $2 bills. And then they threatened to get rid of our $5 bills. And I think that's when people are just like, hmm. No. Can you imagine just like Canadians walking around with a fucking tube sock full of their money because there's no the bills thing. anymore? But maybe that was their plan is they wanted people to stop carrying around currency and depend on cards. 
So they're like, you know what? We're just going to turn everything into fucking change. And nobody's going to want to bring their money with them. I just and imagine like roving Canadian street gangs just carrying their fucking <laughs> life savings in tube socks. And they just get mad and hit each other with their wallets. We just share you with this $20. <laughs> I got $20 in toonies. Yeah, well, I got 20 in loonies. So let's see oh, who's going to win man. this. Oh, my God. It's called the toonie because it was a $2 Canadian coin. So it's two yeah. coin. Is your is your country just made of puns? It's dad jokes. It's a country <laughs> of dad much. jokes. Oh, that yeah. explains so much. That really does. That's why you're oh. so nice, because it's just dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah. No. Looking at my friends and my family and the puns I've heard. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's pretty accurate. God damn it. You now, you literally grew up in a cartoon nation. If it makes you feel better, we're making fun of the fact that you have a coin named a toonie, but half of my country didn't know it was Martin Luther King Day yesterday. Oh. You know, prolific civil rights leader. But don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not bitter about it in any way. <laughs> <No>. Anyway. <laughs> but Lamar, it was also National Squirrel Day. What? <laughs> <laughs> that might be today, actually. I don't can't remember. <laughs> no, Squirrel Day's today, goddammit. Okay. All right. <laughs> Goddamn Canadian. <laughs> No, yesterday was Canadian Squirrel Day. Today's American Squirrel yes, Day. That's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. Um, uh, yesterday was Penguin Awareness Day. Oh, see? We have to be aware of the penguins, Lamar. <laughs> Don't forget the penguins. Don't forget the goddamn penguins. I'm I think what's aware. fucked up is more people knew about the penguins than they did about MLK Junior Day. That is yeah. fucked up. I'm so I'm, I'm triggered. I am so triggered. Oh. This penguin is sassy as shit. Anyway. <laughs> he falls into the penguin trap. He does. <laughs> this penguin is looking at me like, try some. I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This just turned into Happy Feet, the podcast. <laughs> we had another discussion, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we did. Um yeah. What famous Canadian would you like to play D&D with, Carrie? I, one, would love Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, oh, you, took you stole my pick, you dick. Yeah. Oh, of course. That's the best export Canadian, Canada, Canada, Canada has given us. Canadian. Canadia. Because you guys have yet to apologize for Justin Bieber. So You know what? Yes, hey. we have on countless. <laughs> like that's accurate. We have apologized. <laughs> I do actually remember what that happened. <laughs> that's how fucking polite Canadians are. They 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 export their like shittiest fucking pop stars. They're like, we're really sorry about this. We didn't mean to let them out. You guys have given us some good celebrities. Oh, hells yes. I'm, I'm going to steal Carrie's other one and say uh, Nathan Fillion. Oh, God. Nathan Fillion's Canadian? Sure yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> Does it make sense now? No. <laughs> he, he, would play, he would play a gunslinger. I know it. Oh, of course. 
No fucking. <sighs> I'm sorry. Guess so. I. Uh, this list is wrong. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no fucking way. I'm sorry. I just learned that The Rock is Canadian. Yes, he is. Oh, fuck you. Can I change my answer? <laughs> nope. Now it's mine. Oh. Oh, oh, you gave us Nickelback. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Look, again. <laughs> at the time, we apologize. You know what? Okay, I'm going to take a stand right here, and it's going to be an unpopular stand. They're not bad. You know what? You, you know, know what? what? No, you I'm going to change my... I want Russell Peters. Who? Russell Peters, yeah. He's oh, God. He would be so chaotic. Right? <laughs> a dragon. So fucking fun. Russell Peters is a Canadian comic. He is... Um, I don't want to say his wrong ethnicity, but he's like... Um... Russell Peters is... I think he's... Please give me this. Uh, of course, they're not going to tell us. He's no. like... He makes a lot of jokes about being, I think, Indian. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Because that's, I think, what he comments. But he's Anglo-Indian. Yeah, Anglo-Indian. Um, he's funny as shit. Uh, you should look him up. He has a bunch of stuff on Netflix. and things. He's hilarious. The bit he does about his dad all the time is my favorite. This sounds familiar. Somehow. Oh, you've definitely heard of him. Oh, yeah. I, I, I probably I, have seen something. I just, I, the name isn't familiar to me. So that means scared. I get to choose The Rock if she goes for uh, Russell Peters. <sighs> so good. Can we just all play in the same game together then? No. <laughs> no shares. Wow. You well, know what, okay. Lamar? You Think and about I it. will. L- yes. Lamar's going to bring uh, Ryan Reynolds to the party. I'm bringing The Rock, and you're bringing Russell Peters? Yeah. Uh, firstly, Ryan Reynolds and Russell Peters are not allowed to play in the same goddamn game. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Because that would be <laughs> too chaotic. Far too much. Yeah, that's just that's just too that's too many bards in one party. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Ryan Ryan Reynolds would not play a bard. He would play a wise cracking rogue. <sighs> no, I want his take on this. Ryan Reynolds, what would you play? I need to know now. We'll we will make sure to tag at Van City Reynolds. Yes, I know his Twitter handle by fucking heart. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn nerd. Um, okay, I might have tweeted at him to try to save the fucking Sony Spider-Man deal. Maybe. <laughs> congrats. Congrats. Yeah, except he didn't do it. Tom Holland did. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Please save my job. Please he did it at a bar. Did you hear that? How that happened? No. I guess, and I could be, I could be misremembering, but uh, I guess uh, was it Bob Iger? Or was it? Yeah, it might have been, probably was Bob Iger, and then whoever the fuck is over at Sony, um, were kind of at this like, the same function or whatever. And either they were drunk, or Tom was drunk, or they were all drunk, and they just kind of got to talking about shit and hashed it out a little bit, or at least agreed to talk more. And I could be getting this whole thing wrong, but this is how I remember reading it. It was something like that, from what I remember. Yeah. I would do the same thing if my job was in jeopardy. Like, please well, his say. job wasn't in jeopardy. You know, he was still going to do the next Spider-Man movie. It was just going to be just a Sony joint. Mm-hmm. Please save my job. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Canada's actually given us some pretty decent actors. Yeah, I'm true. going through the list of stuff and saying, who would I want to play D&D with? Um, you got Justin Bieber. So sorry. No, mm, no. 
not Drake. He was cool before he started talking to the people. Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson, 20 years ago, yes. Um, Celine Dion, <laughs> I, I think, would. would actually be pretty dope. Yeah, I would, Play definitely. D&D you know with. what? Her and Ryan, Ryan Reynolds in the same game. Yes. Fuck yes. Yes. Um, Howie Mandel. No, Howie. he's too much of a germaphobe. He'd be weird. He, but wouldn't, I, he wouldn't. He wouldn't roll dice with us. Oh, that's so true. No, he'd, he'd be like he, he'd be like with a giant uh, thing of fucking Purell. No, well, you know, I would find a way. I would make it work to play in a game with him. I would totally I... cater to whatever he needed to feel comfortable. No, you know who I would invite? Fucking Steve Harvey. Ooh. <gasps> to play Dungeons and Dragons? Fuck yes. Ooh, oh, Mike Myers. No. No. He's past no. his prime. I'm sorry. Steve yeah, Harvey. Would Steve Harvey play Dungeons and Dragons? Because I know his demographic. I live amongst the people of his demographic. I think he would. I think he'd try. I think I know, I'm not saying would... he'd be great at it, but I'll tell you what, I think it'd be <laughs> fucking hilarious. You know who I'd love to try see be a DM? Mm. The king of Canadian comedy, Jim Carrey. I think Jim no, Carrey no. would be no. the no. DM. No. You're on drugs. Both of you are on drugs. <laughs> Why not? I yeah. have my problems with him. I what? I mean, on a personal level, I'm not a huge Jim Carrey fan, just based off of some of his worldviews. Yeah, I love him as an actor. Like, I liked him in the roles he played growing up. But he said he has said a few things about certain topics that I'm a little sensitive about. That I didn't agree with. Oh, you're I'm gonna not have, gonna make a thing about it. But you're gonna have to educate me after this because I I don't know anything. I just all I know about Jim Carrey is that he was the funniest white man in a living color. Um, that's true. Fire, oh, Fire yes. Marshal Bill was fucking great. Yes, Lamar, I did watch in Living Color. I Everyone watched every watched goddamn episode. No, that's in Living Color is beyond boundaries. It, that was it is it's so fucking good. It was. It was good for four seasons and then a whole bunch of bullshit happened. Um, Jennifer Lopez, original Fly Girl. Original Fly Girl. Um, the Wayne's brothers all came from there. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I only know him as stand-up comedian, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. um, Living Color and all of his movies, which I've liked most of them until he became like an actor. I'm an actor now. So oh, you mean like the number start- 23? Yeah. And... um. Which one was that introduced the minute Pixie Dream Girl? Like, oh, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotlight. Sunshine. Mind. I actually like that movie. I did. I respect the movie without liking it. I That's understand fair. how people like it. I understand why it's a good movie. Uh, it just did not click the I am entertained and happy about this box. That's fair. I, I will say I wasn't entertained or happy by the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it, actually, it actually depressed the fuck out of me, but I was like, this was pretty solid film milking. Yep. Film milking. Yep. This Film this milking? echo in my no the the echo in my ear makes me think I say things that I I don't <laughs> think I actually said. <coughs> like film milking. I could I like I know I said filmmaking, but it sounded like film milking in my ear. Mm. <laughs> I can't wait for future Brian to edit this. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, no, we were about to say something, and I was going to agree with it. I just want to let you know. So I actually like Nickelback. Oh, okay, you know yeah. what? Yeah, I will yeah. say this. I like some of the songs. They're um, catchy. Yes, They're they catchy. are. I agree. My thing with Nickelback 
And this isn't a thing I said, like, oh, they suck because of this reason. It was just kind of like, okay, guys, all their songs was about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so was Pro Jams, though. Dude, breaking up is hard. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Being a sad this. white boy in, San Diego, yeah. in Seattle is also very difficult. <laughs> I will, I will say Levine this, though. Avril talked about the same relationship for 20 years. Right. <laughs> the most important thing that Nickelback ever gave us. Are you guys ready? Okay. Theory of a Dead Man. Yes. Did they yes. come out of Nickelback? Love. No. So they were disco- not discovered, but they were brought up by Chad Kroger and yeah. his record label. Ah, you know oh, what? Yes. I, I've only heard one song from Theory. So oh, Theory, like Theory of a Dead Man is basically like Nickelback if they were more widely accepted and better. And better, yes. And they sing about more than one thing. Yes. First thing, all great bands only sing about one thing. All of them. Snoop Dogg's talk about gin and juice. For twenty years. No, this depends what. <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, Snoop Dogg <laughs> goes through periods, where he or phases, where he sings about different things. Because then you had the um, what was it called? Ah, shit. Hold on. Lincoln Park has been depressed. White well, boys. Well, it was the. Uh, That's for you, Robert. Lincoln Park has sang about the same shit for thirty years. <laughs> They, Not they one been song. For 30 years? That's right, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm exact. 20 at least. Yeah. Okay, fuck. Well, I hate you. Could it be? I don't know. It's about 20 years because they're younger than I am. I know that much. What are you saying, Karen? Uh, yeah, it was when he redefined himself from Snoop Dogg to Snoop Lion. Oh, God. I oh, forgot, he forgot did about that, that shit. Yeah. He also said he stopped smoking <laughs> weed during that time. Yeah. Let me know they had, how high are you? <laughs> he's like <laughs> I quit smoking weed now I'm Snoop Lion bullshit how much did you have to smoke this morning what made you choose this I love when the celebrities try to reinvent themselves in something else and us as the public go fuck you like <laughs> Garth Brooks tried to do that shit you remember do you know who that is Garth I, Brooks I guess was, I know who the fuck that is oh, some people don't but Garth Brooks really? was like one of the yeah well Wow. It's a technically an older person, like anyone under <laughs> twenty probably. No, anyone under twenty probably actually doesn't know. Okay, no, I'm no, just saying, okay. you know, not even close to under twenty anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyone like Garth Brooks was like Toby Keith of country in the nineties. And he tried to reinvent himself as like a pop star and collectively the world said, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 it killed his career actually. He uh Never recovered from that because he had a completely different fate. Is he um, still on The Voice? Was that the show he was on? No, uh, Toby Keith. Uh, no, uh, Garth Brooks. Garth no. Brooks. No, no, no. You're thinking of uh, <laughs> a different, country a different star. country star. Know, they, they, are they all they all sound the same to me. It's a lot about trucks. <laughs> um, oh, my wife left me in my pickup truck, and my uh, dog was the in the back. <laughs> dog was in. Um, that's always the three things it's the wife the pickup truck and the fucking dog uh he did there is a song called i got married to a waitress and i don't even know her name which is the funniest country song i've ever heard um voice judgment it is blake shelton 
Oh yeah. Hey, yes, that's it. Same yeah. twang, different name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lamar, I have a song for you to check out after this. Oh, I can't wait. Oh. Uh, it's called Margot's Cargo by Stomp and Tom. Oh god, that fucking song. Yes. Margot's Cargo? Ugh. It is so important to pay attention to the lyrics and watch the music video with it if you can, because it, it goes really well. <laughs> I looked oh, up I looked up the lyrics and I can tell by the first line that this is wildly Canadian. Why don't you read the first line, Lamar? Have you heard the news in Newfoundland? Rolling around the rock. <laughs> Yep. I can't wait. From Stompin' Tom? Yes. Stompin' Tom Connors. Gosh. I can't wait. You guys Stompin should Tom listen to it. on his own goddamn career with that song. Actually, this <gasps> is what we'll do. I'll listen to this song, and then we'll open up the next podcast with my review of this song. So those listening, <laughs> you can listen to it as well, and then comment how much you love and or hate this, and then we'll decide if Carrie's allowed to uh, to uh, to <laughs> any further music. <laughs> keep in That's... mind this is like meant to laugh at and enjoy not oh you are backtracking so hard right now because <laughs> it's such a good song you're like first in the backpedaling olympics right now no okay it's saying. like if you don't have the song or at least the tune of it stuck in your head after the song is done i concede okay Here's a good question. Guilty pleasures of music. Admit Ooh. one of your biggest guilty pleasures of music. I'll start because I opened this topic. All right. I fucking love Celtic. I love all their songs. Oh, Danny Boy, Scarborough Fair, um, The Voice, all that shit. Those pretty little Irish white women. Are, they sound so nice yes. and it's so goddamn pretty when I'm driving look if you want a relaxing fucking drive drive from LA to San Diego during during the big mountainous areas and it's just so pretty here it goes oh and you're just going yeah these mountains are beautiful that'll last you until about an hour outside San Diego once you pass the titties and there's nothing but <laughs> desert and like construction but until then it is fucking beautiful. LCS. And I don't, I don't. I actually like Nickelback. I don't mind going next. It's actually, I don't know if it's, I, I think the secret's out. Uh, but Atomic Kitten. Specifically, Eternal Flame. Atomic Kitten? That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, you'd know like, the song if is, you heard it. Is that like Shitty Kitty? No. It's It's like the most, like, just cringy fucking, like, sappy love songs you've ever fucking heard oh i'm looking at a music video right now this is this is digging right <laughs> <laughs> um it's so eternal flame obviously originally done by the bangles but um atomic kittens version i just really 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 love i think nothing wrong with that. when did this come out because oh, i God. think you're thinking with something other than the head on your shoulders no, I actually, I don't even know what they look like. I've only heard their songs on fucking Spotify. This music video screams late 90s. Like, they have two pops, they're in all white. It looks like a music video that played during Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Another show that I caught way after it was done airing. I did, too. I, I didn't see all of Buffy until, like, a couple years ago. 
Um, oh. I have strong feelings about it. Um, yeah, they yeah. had a couple. There was like three Atomic Kitten songs that I had on my uh, Spotify list, and I forget how they even ended up there. But I was like, oh yeah, no, these are good. I like these. I swear I've heard these movies before. Not Eternal Flame, but either way, Atomic Kitten is not the worst. They're basically a um, they're SWV if all pigment went to a or uh, sorry, that's too black. Uh. TLC, if they had no payment or rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <coughs> uh, I think mine, I'm pretty, I don't, I don't have many guilty pleasures because I just flaunt them. I don't care. Uh, but I think probably one of them might be Omnia. Omnia? Yeah, it's O-M-N-I-A, all capital letters. Their music ranges, like each song on an album can sound so different from each other. And they kind of have different, almost themes to them, I guess you could say. Like, I love whenever I'm doing any kind of writing or uh, doing art and I don't really want to focus on something on a TV, then I can... Uh, listen to Omnia, and it's just really great for getting me into kind of this creative fantasy mood, I guess. This shit looks metal as fuck, and I'm not even sure if it's metal. Um, <laughs> oh, it's not. Okay. It's not, no. Let, the, <laughs> the Wikipedia article, Omnia is a self-described neo-Celtic pagan folk band based in the Netherlands. Members of the year have Irish, Dutch, Cornish, Belgium, Indonesia, and Persian Persian backgrounds. That what track. Fuck. That they makes sing sense. in English, French, Breton, Finnish, German, Dutch, Swedish, Latin, and Hindi. Oh, there's one song by theirs I absolutely love. Uh, I'm trying to find it right now. Apparently, they also play the hurdy gurdy, which is my favorite sounding instrument. Hurdy gurdy. Hurdy gurdy. What the fuck is a hurdy gurdy? A hurdy gurdy is a comp. It's like a combination between a violin and a... So it looks like a violin with like accordion keys on it. And you play it by spinning this felt um, drum around that just kind of rubs against the strings. It makes this really ominous drone of a sound. Mm. Um, It's... If you want to instill fear in somebody, play a hurdy gurdy, because it's just nothing but droning. We have to check out this now. After. I don't know how I feel about any of that. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, the song uh, "Wolf Song" by Omnia is definitely one I suggest checking out if you are curious, because it is a good song. Can I can I throw one more out there? Yeah. Uh, Vitamin String Quartet. Oh yes. And- Basically, all they do is like complete orchestral like strings versions of every popular song you've ever heard, both like anything from like metal to hip hop to just like everything. It's all completely orchestral. There's no uh, lyrics. And they actually like they kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? They kind of like estimate the lyrics through the strings. It's yeah, that's cool. Um. Here, here's some details. I bought their goddamn Linkin Park album when I was in uh, ninth grade of high school. Uh, for those of you under the age of 25, 
there used to be these places called record stores, which you'd basically <laughs> walk into and you would pick up uh, an album. And then the fancy ones had this little kiosk that you could scan the album at and it'll let you play like small snippets of the songs before you bought it because you know you had to trash it before you buy it, <laughs> bought it back then. Um, and it was like, this is dope. And they bought that fucking album. It was the entire hybrid theory album basically you know it was dope <laughs> i think the first album i bought from them was uh atreyu i think it was like the greatest hits because i was like it was like such a novel thing to me it's like oh here's this screamo band and it's all done in strings yeah this was this band was the shit before apocalyptica kid yo out. way before then yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. apocalyptica made string quartets popular but these guys started it Getting into the stringed instruments, I have to definitely mention uh, as a guilty pleasure, Lindsey Sterling. Is that one like a guilty pleasure though? Because... I don't know. That's kind of like <sighs> that's why I didn't mention her to begin with because she's not really a guilty pleasure, I guess. But she was I... the first. Like I'm usually not into instrumentals, so I guess maybe that's why it's my guilty pleasure because I hate instrumental music. But for some reason, she brings such life into her songs. It doesn't feel like I'm listening to instrumental music. The only reason I'm going to give this to you is because your general aesthetic for anyone who's actually seen your style and stuff does not loan itself to being <laughs> Lindsey Sterling friendly. Because Lindsey no. Sterling thinks she's like former Mormon and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Mormon. Yeah, she's very wholesome, very, very adorable. Wholesome. Oh, my God. I love her. She's just so oh, yeah. oh, that smile of hers is just so contagious and perky and just. Like, you can tell she really loves what she does. Oh, yeah. Um, do I have any other guilty pleasures? Because I I really like weird music. Like, my entire <coughs> subsection is liking weird music. What about Richard it. Cheese? Do you do you like Ooh. Richard Cheese? I like Richard Cheese. I really like yeah. Richard Cheese, especially when he did um, Systems. Down with the Sickness is hilarious. Yep. Yes. First ever time I ever heard him, it was at the end of uh, 2004's Dawn of the Dead. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I love it. Who the fuck put Richard Cheese in Dawn of the Fucking Dead? God, dude. Was it? Was that a Zack Snyder joint? I forget. Probably. Uh, where's all my favorites? I think it was. I don't know. I, I, like, everything in my history my, is weird. Like, I don't. I'm a person who doesn't really like bands that often. I like individual songs. Like yes. the, only, the only bands I will say I generally like is like I and that's not even true. I like their albums. Like Linkin Park, I liked two of their albums. I only like the ten album from Pro Jam and a few of their singles from other stuff. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, I like most of his stuff. Most, yes. I can actually agree with that, yeah. I like most of his stuff. Um, um, you know, I like Eminem for the most part. I can listen to almost every song off his album. I haven't listened to a lot of the more recent stuff, so I can't really say. But growing up, I, I knew if I bought his album, about like 80% of the songs I was really going to like. Actually, I don't think there's any Eminem song that I was like, I don't like this. I think the only thing I skipped on the album were those little skit pieces. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've never liked skit pieces in albums. Yeah. With one exception. Oh. Bloodhound Gang's Hooray for Boobies. 
I don't know that one. I've never bought a Bloodhound Gang album Same. because I couldn't pull myself to figure out how am I going to play this album without my parents finding out because <laughs> headphones were a commodity back then. <laughs> so here's the deal. I somehow convinced my mother to get me Hooray for Boobies when I was oh my, um, a mere child. Um, Did she try? Did she even look at it? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember getting it. And I was like, oh, cannot listen to this out in the open. Uh, the Ballad of yeah. Chasey Lane. I was like, ooh, oh, no. Yeah, no. That was me when I got um, Papa Roach CD for Christmas because I had it on my list and they just usually trusted me because I didn't usually ask for things that had any kind of curse words on it or whatnot because my parents were very strict so they knew like okay she asked for it she knows she's not going to get it so she won't ideally ask for it then and i usually always put it with some pretty other tame cds uh and then when i finally got like hot dog flavored water one um <laughs> limp biscuit oh my oh, limp biscuit that was limp biscuit that's right Oh my god, Limp Biscuit! Limp Biscuit and Papa Roach in the same Christmas. That's right. That was uh, a good Christmas. That was a damn good Christmas. But I—that was the one where I'm like, this is a headphone CD. Like this oh, is yeah. never ever being played on my stereo without headphones. I just—I just want to point out one of these songs on "Hooray for Boobies" uh, was "The Lap Dance is So Much Better When the Stripper Is Crying." Was that on that album? That oh was that my album. God. I heard that oh, the very first time I heard that song. I think I was drunk on my birthday and my friend was like, can you please sing a song for me? And I'm like, sure. And then he put that song in for me to sing and I had to figure out what the hell was going on while drunk and singing that song out loud to random strangers. It I was, was like hilarious. 13 or 14. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, Papa Roach. So was Papa Roach really like, Papa Roach was one of those bands where I've liked singles. I've never bought an album. Was any of their stuff like bad, bad? Because Papa Roach was sad. Like uh, Last Resort was sad, but nothing in there was like parent triggering. Like none of it was like, fuck the establishment. It was more like, I'm sad and going to die. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember the album, honestly, now. Cause... I don't remember anything that bad being on there. Yeah, I don't think so. Limp Biscuit, I could imagine, was, actually was probably that worse. That was the worst, yeah. Limp Biscuit was. <laughs> well, there's literally that one song where he counts how many times he says the word "fuck" in it. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. At one point in the lyric, he's like, "And if I say fuck one more time, that's forty-six fu- fucks in this <laughs> rhyme." <laughs> we really, we as a group, should be more ashamed of liking Limp Biscuit than Nickelback. Never liked Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest. It's not like a elitist thing or like a look like as I eat my gray poupon I don't listen to Limp Bizkit it just never did anything for me I loved all of their singles every single they came out with was dope as fuck to me um (laughs) but I was also part of that new metal era like um Korn Linkin Park Nickelback Disturbed um Actually, actually, I need to pull back. Corn is one of the people I've liked all of their singles, but never bought an album. I I like I had one corn album. I liked them a lot, but I ended up liking Adima better. And I think his name is like Mark Chavez was the lead singer of that. Uh is either a brother or stepbrother of the lead singer of Corn. Fun that fact. does not shock me. 
based on what I remember from the look of Edema, that does not shock me at all. And then he either quit or got kicked out of the band, <coughs> and then Edema kind of sucked after that. So that sounds that sounds like bands. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. New metal was a weird genre. All these bands are technically new metal. It's it's still stuff where they either had a DJ in there for some fucking reason, <laughs> or, <laughs> or there was mostly rap lyrics. Um, yeah, stained, disturbed, corn, fucking. This is this was a weird group of music. That was a good era for music. It really was. It was very angsty. Oh, yeah. It was when the angst were strong. I thought angst was strong in the 90s. No, sir. <laughs> Man, I realized, no, today, like, how behind I am on music, especially, like, of, that's been released in the last few years. Like, new artists, new songs. Like, there's a video today, and it's, like, music from 2009 versus 2019. And every single song from 2019, I did not know who the artist was or who the song, and I'm like... How did I get this far behind? There's two reasons for that. Uh, One, because you're old. Shut up. (laughs) And two, uh, there's actually been a shift on popularity of music. Um, Up until probably about a couple years ago, I want to say about three or four years ago, pop or rock music has been the most popular genre uh, worldwide. Uh, They've made the most albums. They sold the most tickets. Up until about three or four years ago, rap is now considered the most dominant genre of the world. Huh. Um, I pers- I like some rap songs. Like I like everything else, but it's not my main uh, genre of music, believe it or not. Um, I like rock and R&B more of that yeah. stuff. But not only just because of time, but because uh, your the taste that you've grown up with have changed. Um, and so sense. to find new songs that you like, you're going to have to actually start digging around like people who liked um, not popular rap. Did. So, yeah, that's true. That's very true. I think like one artist I do know just because of how often she's been mentioned in media lately mm-hmm. and she, her music is the kind of type I could see myself listening to when I was younger is Billie Eilish. Uh, Billie Eilish is the <laughs> she's an absolute bean for girls who didn't have any problems. I have never even like honestly like the only taste of her music I've had is when she did that a uh, carpool karaoke. Ah, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, that's the only taste of her music I've heard. So just based on that, I was like, okay, based on kind of her style, but not really then either because I liked underground punk in school, so I can't even say that actually. I was just proud I knew a new artist. And yeah. You know what I'm proud of? Mm. This episode, which has been awesome. I'm proud of all of us. You know, we'd all did a great job. Uh, We came with multiple topics and barely got through one. (laughs) 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 But I suspect that's just what you can kind of expect from us. So, uh, you know, if you like it, that's great. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. But, uh, As always, uh, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at NerdyPOV. That's at NerdyPOV. Um, you can also send us questions. If you send us questions or comments, we will read them. We will respond 
on air on the podcast. I would love to do a segment where we answer your questions. We need to get some for you to do that. So send those questions in. Fucking topic. What's that? (laughs) Maybe we'll stay on fucking topic. No, absolutely not. Uh, Probably not. Yeah. Uh, But that's part of the fun of answering uh, uh, listener questions. So make sure to send those questions to nerdy POV questions at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, also make sure to like rate and subscribe to our podcast, you know, sub sub to that RSS feed, uh, you know, click, click that follow button on the, uh, the Apple podcast, which is not iTunes anymore. Um, you know, wherever you listen, just make sure to leave us a review, you know, do all that fun stuff, share us with your friends, do retweets, all that good shit, because right now we have some listeners, but we'd like more. We will, we want to share the gift of our bullshit with the world. Spread us like a virus. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that, I have been one of your hosts, uh, Brian Penaloza. You can find me on Twitter at Captain Sugar Bear. That's at CPT Sugar Bear. Follow me there to look at all the cool shit that I work on, which is a lot. Uh, Carrie, where are you on the Internet? Where What are you working on? Okay, you can find me on Twitter and DeviantArt under the name Shrieky, S-H-R-I-E-K-E-E. You can also find me on Instagram under the name Careless underscore NPC, and Careless is spelled K-E-R-L-E-S-S. You can usually see me posting my digital art. I also do a lot of streams that you can go. uh, Trust me, just go on my Twitter. You'll see when I'm doing it. And I'm also really excited to get into special effects makeup. I'm getting more makeup arriving tomorrow, or more makeup is arriving tomorrow. So I'm really excited to get started on that and see how good I am. Alrighty. Lamar, where are you on the internet? What are you working on? Hello, everybody. My name is Lamar the Con Guy. You can find me at Lamar the Con Guy on Instagram and Twitter. Right now, I'm working on being part of so many podcasts. I'm on this one. I'm on others, but I'm only focusing on this one right now. I'm also doing a bunch of D&D stuff on Soul Bear RPG. That's twitch.tv slash Soul Bear RPG every other Monday, every Wednesday. And I'll be joining a special game that's coming Friday. So make sure you check out uh, the recording of that. Other than that, you can find me at various conventions. I think I'll be going to Level Up Expo in Las Vegas, Cal- uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Sorry, um, February first through the twenty third. Not doing any panels, but checking it out to see if this is a place that I would like to expand my comedic chops. Uh, if you want to see me at a con, make sure you tell the con goers that you will see Lamar the con guy because he's funny and you love him and he needs more huggles. In people that love him, in food, in pets. He needs all the pets. This got so weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was like tracking yeah. up until the very end, and then I'm just like, well, what? Actually, I held a small dog today at work. Aww. Nice. Yeah, it ran into my office because dogs always run into my office. I don't know. Weird. Uh, but it happened. Uh, did you have to kill it because it got a virus from New York vampires? No, I I gave it lots of pets and hugs and give it back to its owner. Nice. Yeah, like you do. Like a boss. And that's where I'm ending it. Bye-bye. No, I'm not even acknowledging it. No, I have the editing chops. I can edit this out. Like a boss. 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 Okay, bye-bye.